0: Why do you want to hunt? Because you all think that I can't. I saw a sign in the sky. I'm ready. need wow. nita.
1: knows how to hunt.
0: I know how to survive. Welcome to the Strange Harbors Podcast, a weekly discussion of film, television, and pop culture. My name is Jeff Zhang, and tonight I'm joined by Amir Ture. and Derek Wong. So tonight we are talking about the latest installment of the Predator franchise, either the fifth movie or the seventh, if you count the two bad Alien vs. Predator movies. I don't know, some people don't count those two in the franchise, but I don't know, they are Predators in it, so... I typically count those in the franchise. This latest one is directed by Dan Trachtenberg, and it stars Amber Midthunder and Dakota Beavers. And it is a Hulu streaming exclusive. It did not play in theaters, although I saw it in a theater. <laughs> oh, you're lucky. With a Disney screening. But should we talk a little bit about the franchise? Maybe rank some of the movies, and then we can get into the, this latest one, pray.
2: I mean, I guess like everybody, I held the original Predator in pretty high regard. And then most of the rest are kind of okay to not very good.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. But I was excited for this one. It had good buzz about it. It seemed interesting. I think it lived up to the, the hype. I don't know if anyone's already heard about this movie doing well and the hype about it. But yeah, it's doing well and it deserves to. I thought this one was really good. Relative to the rest of the franchise, it might even be the best one. I don't know.
0: Oh, you think it's the best one? Interesting. It might be. I'm kind of pissed that it was dumped to streaming. Although, yeah. everyone coming out and seeing like, oh, this would have been like a quarter of a billion dollars and all that stuff, definitely I don't think that's true. I don't think Predator movies ever bring in that kind of money. And I can see why they did it. I mean, the franchise is kind of flagging. The last couple of entries haven't been that good. The last one was terrible, which is really a shame, because that was a Shane Black movie. Uh, I think there was a lot of hype around it and it turned out to be fucking awful. And none of them really make that much money. I mean, even Alien, the Alien franchise isn't really that big of a draw anymore. So, like, what are you going to expect out of Predator? So, I I understand them dumping this to streaming. But I do think it would have done pretty well in theaters. The Predator franchise, I mean, I love the original. John McTiernan classic Arnold movie. Good stuff. And I think the track record for the Predator franchise is actually better than you would think. I think it has more good ones than bad ones. I think Predator 2 is fantastic. I really like the second one with Danny Glover. And the 2010 one, Predators, is pretty good too. I think the other ones are all pretty bad. But now this one is the fourth one that's either pretty good or excellent. What about you, Derek? What's your experience with the Predator franchise?
1: I actually, I think my very first... Exposure to the Predator is actually Predator 2. Mm. I actually think I watched Predator 2 like on TV before I ever watched the original Predator. So I think there's a big nostalgia element to my love for Predator 2. Yeah, um, especially as a kid, right? The movie's just bonkers. LA is this war-stricken concrete jungle, right? It's got this <laughs> What I like to describe, if Riggs and Murtog were one person, it would be Danny Glover in (laughs) (laughs) in Predator 2. That is good. And then you have Gary Busey, right, which is like this overtop character. And it's got the great kills and great Predator stuff in it. But having watched this new movie, Prey, and then going back and watching some of these older ones, it's definitely, you know, The First Predator is a far superior movie. I think in the end, I do Mm -hmm. enjoy The First Predator much more. But I still have a very, very soft spot for predator two, yeah i was telling you guys last week i actually have never seen predators uh starring Adrian brody and walter goggins and maher Lee i'm like listening out this cast yeah. is kind of crazy now it is crazy but uh i really did that one too i thought that was a lot of fun i'm kind of sad i didn't watch that one sooner and like it didn't have a bigger reception and you know possibly a sequel because it does kind of lead itself into a sequel mm-hmm. but yeah i tend to agree with you that the predator franchise is pretty good I don't even hate Alien vs. Predator. I don't think it's very good, but I did like the conceit of it to pit these two like iconic sci-fi creatures against each other. I thought that was pretty fun when you first saw it, but Alien vs. Predator Requiem is pretty terrible.
2: I was going to say, um, I haven't seen it in a while. Unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to go back and rewatch, but I don't remember the re- Alien vs. Predator being that
1: bad. It's a
0: typical Paul WS Anderson movie
2: okay mm-hmm. That's like fine.
0: yeah, it's fine. I like the Resident Evil movies, you know so yeah exactly. <laughs> and so yeah. then
2: like you know you go from that and then you, instead of making a franchise out of it with Sonal Ethan like they did the Resident Evil movies, they kind of try to go in a different direction with Requiem and just fall flat on the face, right
0: Okay, something about Requiem is that I kind of like the kills and how ruthless the movie is. But it's literally unwatchable. Like, it's yeah. so dark. You can't tell yes. anything what's going on in that movie. It's really, like, you can't watch it. It's so bad. But I do think the 2018 Predator is the worst one.
1: I don't even really remember that one that well.
0: Just because of how hyped I was that Shane Black was directing it and how so terrible it turned out being. I feel like it's also, like, a little offensive, too. Because, like, uh, the whole thing is Jacob Tremblay plays this kid with autism. And the predator is like, oh, autism is the new direction of the human species. It means that the humans are evolving or whatever. So, like, they're, like, trying to harvest this artistic kid or whatever. It's like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's super problematic. And it's just kind of boring, too. Yeah. All right, so my ranking is Predator, Predator 2, Prey, Predators, and then the two Alien vs. Predator movies, and then the Predator,
1: (laughs) Dead Last. (laughs) mine's very similar i would probably switch out prey and predator 2 i think i like prey more than predator 2 they're like, like neck and neck as a movie me. i think prey is the better movie but again there is that very very strong nostalgic tie that i have to predator 2 yeah but yeah those last three probably the same order or it doesn't even matter i don't really care Uh <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't even care.
2: <laughs> I'll be sacrilegious here. Okay. Cutting out the nostalgia and having just re-watched the original Predator, I don't think it's as good as I remember, and I don't know if I put it over Prey. Prey oh. would be better.
0: Oh, Prey is good, man. Prey like, is good. Like, in,
2: in a different way, like, Prey's a better movie, mm-hmm. Predator has, like... The fun 80s dialogue and the memeable yeah. moment and all of that stuff.
0: Epic handshake. You know Epic what I mean? handshake. <laughs> but
2: as a movie, I don't know if it's as gripping as Prey is. I know that sounds odd to say, but I don't know. It actually just gives me, going back and rewatching watching the original Predator, gives me more appreciation for Prey and more appreciation for <laughs> the Alien franchise. <laughs> because, you know, we've got AVP here and so then the next natural comparison is to Alien. Uh, into the, the Aliens franchise. And I think that one blows this one out of the water. Interesting. The yeah. actual Alien franchise? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe not in terms of, like, number of...
1: Good movies. Good movies. Okay.
2: But in terms of how good the good ones are...
1: Yes, I would say that Alien and Aliens are more iconic than Predator or Predator 2, or even yeah. now Prey. Alien and
2: Aliens like... are both so good mm-hmm. that they carry the entire rest of the franchise, like, all the way up through, like alien covenant <laughs>
0: yeah i think i agree with you i think alien is definitely a stronger franchise i think there's a case where someone is always defending even like the ones that are quote-unquote labeled as bad um mm-hmm. like alien 3 and alien resurrection i know there are people who would say like oh those are like misunderstood masterpieces which i'd feel like there's no one saying that shit about Alien versus Predator Requiem or whatever.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to go as far and say, like, Three and Resurrection are masterpieces, but, like...
2: I think even calling them good to reach. But I just think <laughs> Alien and Aliens are so, so good. Yeah. And Predator was sort of underwhelming on a rewatch. I, I gotta give the, the big dub to that franchise. Yeah. I, I don't know. I was just maybe a little underwhelmed by the original 1987 Predator rewatch. I don't know, it just didn't Swear. throw me away as much as I thought it was going to.
1: I will say that for me, though, the Predator, the character of the Predator, is probably one of my favorite, if not my favorite, like, movie monster. Like, yeah. I love the visual of it. I love the sound that kind of associates with the it. The clicking sound, yeah. The clicking sound and, like, yeah. the roar. I love the conceit of it being able to, like, camouflage. But when it takes this mask off, it's, like, this ugly alien creature with this expanding mandible. Like, it's really... Fucking cool creature design, sound design, just a cool monster, right? Yeah, and, and their technology is
0: pretty iconic, too. You know, like the plasma mm-hmm. caster, the retractable mm-hmm. spear, and then like the throwing discs, um, yeah. self-destructs, wrist bomb and stuff. It's cool stuff. It's a cool yes. design. I like it a lot.
2: Yeah. It is a very cool alien design. Going back to that original and seeing it again, I forgot how much of an asshole these predators are. Like, they don't <laughs> yeah. play fair at all. They're not into it for that. Yeah. They're not like the aliens who are, like, into it for a fair fight. They're like those guys who, like, go to Africa and, like, kill the fucking majestic wildlife with giant rifles and shit. <laughs> you do, like, yeah. They're invisible the entire fucking time, practically. Kill you from ambush. They're sore losers. These guys fucking suck, man. Predators are assholes. <laughs>
0: yeah. You know what it is about, I want to say, like, about Predators, both the AVP movies and The Predator from 2018? that I don't like is that it turns them into like these honorable anti-heroes and it gives them like another enemy to fight other than Mm -hmm. like humans. And they're kind of like not even the villains anymore. Yeah. I like it when they're like the fucking villains. So I draw the line at Predator 2 where the fucking main Predator's an asshole and then the other ones show up and they're like, oh, (laughs) you guys killed him. Here's this cool token of like our recognition of your skill in killing our brethren or whatever that I can accept. That's like one of the coolest scenes in this franchise. I think yeah, Danny and Glover rules. getting the, uh, the Flintlock pistol, gun. which
2: makes, uh, an, an appearance, appearance in this, in one. Rey, appearance in this one. Yes. Rey. Yeah. Isn't that so cool? Yeah.
1: It is so cool. Well, I was going to say rewatching the first one. And I think it's partially Schachtenberg really tries to take that element and put it into Prey, also, is like this idea that the first part of the movie is not a Predator movie, right? It's like.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: It's just this team of badass dudes who go in a jungle and wreak havoc. Show why they are the warriors to be hunted, right? They are the predators at the beginning of the movie, but then they become the prey. And like, yeah. I love that it's this almost typical, like, 80s action movie where they're just fist bumping and, like, fucking blowing people up and shooting them up, right? And then they become the targets and becomes this, like, sci-fi creature hunting them down movie, which is... I do really love the first movie, man. <laughs>
2: <laughs> It is a cool inversion. And, um...
1: Yeah. Predator 2 like that, too. Yes, yeah. yes.
0: Mm Two's like that, too, because it's like this crime action movie about, like, the L.A. wasteland, racist caricatures of Haitians and stuff, you know? Yeah. But I uh, believe—don't quote me on this, but I believe Dan Trachtenberg said that this was supposed to be a stealth Predator movie. You weren't supposed to know that it was a Predator movie, and then the fucking Predator shows up. I feel like every period drama should have— a small percentage chance of being a predator movie (laughs) that would fucking rock imagine watching like master and commander or some shit like on a ship and then like the predator shows up (laughs) you know what actually like any ridley scott movie kingdom of
1: heaven predator shows up the last duel predator shows up and the last thing i wanted to say was i forgot and it's been so long that i've seen this meme so often right it's the First time Schwarzenegger interacts with the Carl Weathers character in the first movie. It's the Epic
0: Handshake meme.
1: The Epic yeah. Handshake. And I was like, I forgot that that was Predator. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, I've seen it so often now, and it's so funny to me. And then, You've
0: dissociated it from Predator. Yeah, it's i just dissociated it for it. Predator.
1: <laughs> and then when I saw it, I was like, oh, God, that's so good.
0: <laughs> it is good. Yeah. Man, people are upset about this movie, too, though, Prey. They're like, oh, go woke, go broke, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's like, fucking... Oh, not
2: going broke. The movie's doing well. Yeah? Yeah. Well... Well, I
0: mean, <laughs> okay, to get one thing out of the way, it's Hulu's biggest premiere ever yes. in either TV or movies, which is huge. But like, mm-hmm. how much money is that actually making? I don't know. Yeah, what does you that know, really knows, mean? Dude. Right? You would have made more money at the theater, but hindsight's twenty twenty.
2: Well, I mean, you would have made more money in the theater net-net or just gross, right? Because you're paying the money. Pay- yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. right? So like, I don't know.
0: I don't know. It's hard to say. It's not as clear cut as you would say like, oh, they clearly made a mistake hunting it to streaming although it certainly feels that way because the movie's good the word of mouth is good everyone's watching yeah it.
2: feels like this would have been a success
1: have you guys read the polygon article of like why this went to hulu
2: no not at all
1: oh i didn't read it come tell they're basically saying that and i don't know if this confirms is like speculation that this went to streaming because there's deals already set into place that oh i read about this yeah yeah, yeah. yes that if it went to theatrical It would have had to go to HBO Max because of their deal. There's deals written that if it went to theatrical, then HBO Max would have first grabs of being able to host it on their streaming service. Versus because it didn't go to theatrical, it was allowed to drop on Hulu. Yeah. Mm. So like, and then technically that's more money for Hulu slash Disney versus having then going to a competitor. I like, guess, yeah. of course, like, you want this to be in theaters, but we all know this is a money game. And speaking of HBO Max lately, right, and Discovery, right, it's all about what's yeah. going to make a company the most money. And at times, you wish as a consumer they think about you more, but they don't. It's so
0: bad for art. But anyway, I was talking about the people who didn't like this movie because, you know, the protagonist
1: is a woman. Fuck those people. <laughs> yes, th- thank you. They're like,
0: oh, how come, like, the commandos in Predator 1 couldn't kill the Predator? This girl... Who's like a Native American, like she kills him with no weapons and no guns and stuff. Like, have you watched the original movie? Those guns don't do anything. That's the reason they fucking die in the first movie, right? Like, yeah. the macho posturing and like the testosterone and the weapons don't do anything against the predator. And this is just keeping in that tradition your smarts and your wits and your planning. That's what gets you the win over the predator. So, exactly. Yeah, I love this movie. It's fun. It's super fun. I think the pacing is great. Some people think it's too slow, but that buildup is fantastic. Oh, yeah.
2: The pacing is great. The pacing is better than the first one. The first one's pacing is a little janky.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You know,
2: like the pacing I think in this is really great. And it is mirroring that kind of setup of a first half of a movie, which almost isn't a Predator movie. And then you get into yeah. the Predator stuff. And it's taught, right? This is only, what, an hour and a half, a little more?
1: Yeah. Like 140, I think it was. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Really nice length. One of the big draws for me, and this is what got me to watch this on the Hulu free trial, is they did a whole version of the movie in Comanche? Mm
1: hmm. Oh. They didn't do the whole version in Comanche. They redubbed it. So that's in Comanche. So, like, uh, okay. this kind of goes back to your point last week, Jeff, right? Where, like, I actually started to try to watch the Comanche version. And it was just kind of hard, because it's like you can read their lips, and they're talking in English. Yeah. But you're hearing the Comanche. It was a little rough. I was super hyped on the Comanche version,
0: but I'm sorry to say they kind of dropped the ball on it. Yeah, I feel like they should have just filmed in the native Comanche, and then done, like, an English dub. An
2: English dub, rather than the other way around. Right?
0: Yeah, Because first of all, the English dialogue is the native dialogue, uh, no pun intended, for the movie, right? And I feel like the modern colloquialisms in it kind of take me out. But then like the Comanche dub sounds bad too.
2: Mm -hmm. I think
0: it sounds like they're recording it in a room. Oh, interesting. I just feel like it would have been so much better the other way around.
1: Yeah. But I'll give them props for it. Yeah, I know.
0: I
2: enjoyed the dub. It
1: didn't bug you? Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, why don't they just be like RRR and just do every scene twice, one in English and one (laughs) in (laughs) the I don't understand.
2: I'm pretty sure that Dan Trachtenberg isn't the biggest director in America, the
1: way. (laughs) Just because you bring him up, I actually want to just spend maybe a couple minutes. I mean, he hasn't had the-
2: So he only has the one other movie, right? 10 Cloverfield Lane?
1: Yeah, but he's also directed a bunch of TV. I believe he directed the pilot of The Boys. He did, you know, an episode of Black Mirror which I thought was good. He did the Portal short if you've ever seen the video game Portal. I generally really like his work. I love 10 Cloverfield Lane. Like it's one of my favorite movies of like 2016, I think it's when it came out. Taking a property that's well established or established at least and then like adding something to it, right? And not feeling like it's a rehash or a cash grab. Yeah, a cash grab, right? Like we're talking about this movie, Prey, as being probably, if not the best, or the you know second best in the franchise. And then honestly, like I said, I love Ten Cloverfield Lane, right? Like, I think Cloverfield's one of my favorites, and so is Ten Cloverfield Lane.
0: I like his first effort too. I like Ten Cloverfield Lane a lot. Kind of like tangentially related to Cloverfield's not really, because most of it's like yeah. the drama in the house, right, with uh, John yeah. Goodman. But it's fine. I feel like that's another one of those Cloverfield movies that was reconfigured mid-shoot to be a Cloverfield movie. But it was. He, it was.
1: He talks about yeah, that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. He knocks it out of the park. That's a good movie. Yeah. And now he's two for two with his feature films, I guess, because Prey's great.
1: One last thing about Dan Trachtenberg, said uh, he's one of us guys. He actually started out as a podcaster. Oh, he had a wow. podcast for like five years. It ended, but he was a podcaster at one point. So I thought that was even a pretty before cool... Ten Lane? Yes, were people even podcasting back then? I don't know. Yeah, dude, people have been podcasting for a long time, and he had a show, like pretty popular show, back in like I think 2007 to 2012. I think it was.
2: Wow.
1: Yeah, but no, okay, sorry. You were talking about Amber Met Thunder.
0: Yeah, I like her a lot in this movie. I mean, I've yes. followed her since she was on Legion,
1: yes. um, which is that FX mm-hmm. show.
0: She's great on that, too. And what I like about this movie a lot is that it doesn't wave its gender commentary in your face. It's not exactly about her being a woman, because they're Comanche warrior women in history. You know, like, that's part of history. It's more about her living up to her family's, like, warrior lineage or going on this great hunt to live up to her family name rather than proving her gender. You know what I mean? Like, that's part Mm -hmm. of it, but, like, it's part of the history of the Comanche tribe. You know what I
1: mean? It never seems like the movie is saying, like, oh, she wants to prove herself because she's a woman. She wants to prove herself because she wants to be a warrior, right? Like, people don't see her as a warrior, but so she... needs to prove herself as a warrior. I understand what you mean. It doesn't seem to have any kind of ties to her gender, right? Yeah. It's just more about who she wants to be as a person. Yeah, it's like completing the, what, what is it called? The, the Kutamiya, or the big hunt? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I think the gender stuff is definitely there.
0: It's definitely there. It's definitely there.
2: I mean, I guess I see what you're guys saying, that it's not too heavy-handed, even though I think it's a central theme. And I do think that there's to the extent that I was able to see. No, you know, women did fight and they could hunt and whatever. I mean, I'm sure there were gender roles in this society as well. From what I understood, it's not crazy to think that this could have been a you know, historically accurate story. You know, aside from mm-hmm. the alien.
0: Yeah, part, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, should we give a little synopsis of the movie? I mean, it's a pretty basic story. I like how it goes back to basics, though. Mm-hmm. It's a very stripped down, lean, mean movie. Basically, Amber Midthunder plays this Comanche huntress named Naru, and... She is trying to live up to her family's warrior mantle, the hunter title, you know. And she's looking to complete her kutomiya, or it's like the big hunt, and all of the other male hunters in her tribe thumb their noses at her. But she does have a very supportive brother. I like the brother character a lot in this yes. movie. Played by uh, Dakota Beavers. His name is Tabe, I think. I think his name is Tabe, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So she's trying to... Hunt a big game to prove herself, and it ends up being that there's a fucking predator, and that's the movie. Oh, and there are French trappers who are also there as cannon fodder for the predator. This movie is pretty discriminatory against the French, which you don't see that much, which I kind of like. <laughs> Last week it was the
2: English, this week is the French. We're going down the line.
0: Yeah, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Anti-colonial
2: movies, let's go. Yeah.
0: White Europeans get <laughs> fucked, let's go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really like the addition of the French uh, Voyagers. Um, they were a really great addition of like human antagonists, cannon fodder. Yeah. The one thing that rang a little false for me was that one scene where Naru does kill like a million of those Voyagers. Oh, really? Or whatever. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, she just murdered like a million people. Because it's one thing when she's like hunting animals or hunting the predator or whatever. She hasn't done her great hunt yet. She's not like a proven warrior. Like that's the whole thing is that she's not a proven warrior. Her mother even says like, oh, you're so good at so many other things. Why do you want to do this, blah, blah, blah. And then she just goes off and kills like a million guys. Like the thing with her killing the predator I thought was perfect and like perfectly done when she kills, like, all those Fricked Voyagers, I was like, wow, okay. Like, that's actually the thing that rang a little false to me in that scene. I John Wick or some shit.
0: Yeah, it's like her combat skills, where, like, killing the Predator is, like, well, spoiler alert, she fucking kills the Predator. I mean, obviously. Killing the Predator is, like, all about her wits and outsmarting the thing, and, like, using her, like, agility. But, like, I do know what you're saying. It does feel like a John Wick-type moment, where she just wrecks all these guys. Um, although I do like her tomahawk on a string. I do like
2: that. Like. Yeah, oh, it's very really cool. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying it's not cool. It's just yeah. like, like if I was to be one of these fucking, I don't know, online complainers about people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What is online shows? That would be my chode complaint.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see your complaint. I understand it. But for me, that was actually probably my favorite action sequence. I think really? it's like really... Yeah, I think it's More like than really the predator well killing done. Or her
2: killing the predator, or dude, the fucking
1: bear? I don't know. There's something really cool about her showing off her skills. It's such a well choreographed fight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's shot the best in this yeah.
0: because it's one long take, camera's really fluid and it follows every single movement, everything is
1: clear and concise. I know what you're saying. It's a very well shot action yeah. sequence. And it's, like, not the typical action sequence where, like, one person's like waiting to attack. It's always like all of a sudden another guy comes and she's, like, ready for it. Stabbing one guy with a knife and then throwing it at another guy. And it has the really cool moment where she, like, throws her axe at somebody and then like retracts it. I think the action is some of the best in that scene. That's why I really, really enjoyed it. I just don't know if it was actually
0: necessary yeah. to sell her triumph over the Predator, you know? Like, mm-hmm. they just <laughs> fucking French colonists.
2: Yeah. I guess that gives her the gun,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Predator itself is cool. I like the new awesome. the ancient mm-hmm. Predator design. I don't know what it says about like the continuity because I feel like does this mean like this is the first Predator to land on Earth? I feel like it's not, right? Because Why? Why would it have to
2: be the first one? I don't think it, it doesn't have to mean, be, right? I don't think that's the implication, right? They maybe they've been hunting people yeah. for like millions of years. Who the fuck knows. Yeah,
1: it's funny because I've seen it described other places as this is like the first time the predator's on Earth. I don't think the movie lends itself to that narrative. There's no indication that this is the first time. It could be. Alien versus Predator was like, oh, the predators have
0: been like on Earth for millennia, right? They've been worshipped as gods by the Mayans, and I don't know if they actually use this as canon or I don't know. The fucking predator lore is like whatever i don't think anyone actually cares about it the thing in alien versus predator is the predators or the yautja i guess the technical name for these creatures they infect people with xenomorphs the facehuggers to like breed aliens for them to fight Mm -hmm. that's their big thing in the alien versus predator movie
1: but that's neither here nor there i'm just saying like Yeah, this predator is, like, probably not the first one to land on Earth. The only way you might be able to read it to lend to the credence that this would be the first predator is that you don't see him go after humans. Every other predator movie, like, he specifically goes after humans because he's determined that the humans are, like, the most dangerous prey on Earth. Versus there is this kind of sequential, like, him hunting more more and more dangerous animals on Earth. He hunts the snake and then the wolf and then the bear. And and then he kind of lands on humans, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. the bear sequence is also really great. When you think the bear wins, and then he gets up, and then punches it to death, and then spills all of his blood over him, I thought that was a, such a great sequence.
0: I think uh, the CGI on the bear is a little wonky, but mm, yeah. we just watched Nope, right? So, no real bears on set.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you have another fucking Gordy situation there. <laughs> also, what are you going to do? Have a real bear fight like at a fake CGI alien? Come on now. Yeah. I like the... Slightly different design on the predator mm-hmm. creature. I like how it changed the weapons it had to be like a little more primitive. I mean, it's still advanced as shit, but like, yeah, it's not a plasma caster anymore. It's like a
1: tracking arrows or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: they're like homing arrows. The three dots that make up its uh, reticle. The arrows follow the dots. You know, like the lasers, which is pretty interesting. And and that's how. The Predator dies in the end, right? Which I thought was a great instance of, you know, Naru outsmarting the Predator.
1: This is, like, the first time we've ever seen them use its own weapon. I mean, I guess Danny Glover uses his blade against him. But yeah, 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 yeah. I guess this is, like, she uses his own tech against him, right? Like, the idea that it's going to track wherever the laser is. So she, like, purposely points the laser at him so that he basically gets killed by his own weapon. Again, I agree with you. I thought it was very, very clever. Yeah. One thing I really want to talk about is I really appreciated this movie's use of nostalgia, the way it handles using some of the older lines in the Predator franchise, the inclusion of the gun. You know, it's something that's set up throughout the movie, but if you don't remember Predator 2, it's not like this aha moment, like, ah. It's not
0: intrusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's
1: not like, haha, I see. We included the gun for Predator 2. Like, It's a pivotal moment in the actual movie, the use of the gun and her learning how to use the gun. -hmm. Even the line delivery of just do it, or if it can bleed, we can kill it. Like, it all feels natural in the dialogue. It feels natural, yeah.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Like, I really, really appreciate his using nostalgia in a really apt way. Subtle way. Yeah. Yeah. Very subtle way versus, like, trying to beat you over the head with it. Yeah. And the kills
0: in this are great. I feel like. Oh, yeah. I mean, most people watch these movies for the kill, right? And I feel like Mm -hmm. on that end, it doesn't disappoint. I think it's got some of the best ones. Probably since like one or two,
2: mm-hmm. maybe even better. Some of these are fucking great. Yeah, the disc shield kill is yes, yeah, so good. It's incredible,
1: and I love that it sets that up. But then it has that great scene where she like figures out how to block it. She like ends up between two rocks, so like the blade can't close on her head. I thought that was really clever. Yeah, and then she rips off his mandible. Yes, oh that my god, savage so good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it rules.
1: I also am happy that, like you said, it, the weaponry is a little bit more primitive. Like it's something we recognize, but we didn't get like a self. Uh, what was it called? Self-detonation, right? Like every Predator yeah. movie has to use the wristband so it, at some point to like self-detonate. like It never does that, right? We recognize the band. It's used cleverly, but it's never used in the same way we recognize. I like that it's not rehashing all these things that we already know, right? Yeah. He does use it where, like, I don't know what those disc things are. Are those yeah, bombs? Yeah, there's like little mini bombs. Or it wasn't yeah. clear because, mm-hmm. like,
0: they set off in the background while Naru's walking away from the battlefield mm-hmm. right it wasn't clear if it was like explosions or like lasers or what it was i mean i guess it's just a little ambiguous but i'm assuming they all died from that whatever the fuck that was
2: the other nostalgia thing sorry this just popped into my head was of course the thermal infrared vision or whatever that the predators have now yeah. they only mm-hmm. kind of see heat and you can hide yourself from them by cooling down oh uh, yeah movie dutch you know covering himself in, mud, in the mud yeah right yeah, yeah. But in this one, I guess Naru has those flowers which drop your body temperature. Yeah. And that's, like, the equivalent in this movie.
1: didn't click to me, like, at the beginning of the movie when the guy's like, I'm really cold after he eats the flowers. I'm like, uh... it didn't click that that was the way they were going to, like, mask their heat, right?
0: And then that Frenchman who, like, eats the flower or whatever, Naru mm-hmm. gives it to him, he dies yeah. anyway because... The yeah. Predator steps on him <laughs> by accident. so fucking funny.
2: That was so brutal. Yeah. It didn't seem he was going to leave him alone and steps on him and, like, drinks his leg. He screams out in pain. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's uh, brutal. There are a
0: bunch of, like, little splatstick moments in this that are really funny. Yeah. The Frenchman actually, like, get a couple good licks in on the Predator, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. they trip him up and they put the net over him. Uh, but he's just too big. He just like rips that guy up. Just that whole sequence is great against the French trappers. Just like using all the tricks. Another throwback to Predator 2 is the net. The metal yes. net that like mm-hmm. crushes the person. That was fucking yes. gross too. That was really awesome.
1: I love that it cuts away from like actually seeing what the net's doing. Like you just kind of go to yeah, the bottom. Yeah, yeah. You understand it's like shredding this dude and the log. It was really cool yeah. visual. I thought it was really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's a great visual. So, like, another thing that's
0: related to the subtitles, where I thought, like, the native Comanche would have been better, like, as the original being filmed, is that the French dialogue isn't subtitled, right? Yeah. I feel like that really helps with your immersion, not mm-hmm. knowing what the French are saying. I mean, I, unless you fucking speak French, of course. Yeah. But, you know what I mean? I feel like that kind of would have played hand in hand with Comanche being the primary audio for the movie. You know, but I guess they didn't do that. It's fine, though. So, Amir, you watched it in the native Comanche, right? I did, yeah. I did. Okay. Because you do get a little bit of extra dialogue, like shading with the characters when it's in the native Comanche. Because when Tabe's facing off with the Predator for the last time, he, like, yells out in Comanche after he cloaks. And you don't know what he says, but if you watch it in the native Comanche... He says he's a cheater, right? Which I thought was... Yeah, bad. yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's yeah. not he in the English uh, version.
1: Yeah.
2: Cool. Yeah, that's a cool little bit.
1: I mean, speaking of really cool action scenes, I thought that was a really cool action scene, too. He's faring off pretty well against the Predator, right? Yeah. Cobb. yeah. He gets a bunch of blicks in. Um, I mean, he uses his own weapon against him. I thought yeah. that was a pretty good scene, too. Yeah.
0: He throws the spear through his shoulder. Mm-hmm. He does Okay.
1: Until he doesn't. Until <laughs> oh, he doesn't. I want to bring it back to like the final, I like, guess, set piece, right? Where she traps him in the mud and everything. And Yeah, like, you Chekhov's know. mud pit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I like that, right? Because it also is very nostalgic. When I saw the mud pit in the beginning of the movie, right? I was like, oh, haha, I get it. It's the mud pit, right? She's covered in mud. Maybe this is how she's going to figure out how to cover herself, right? Yeah. But then it doesn't go down that path, right? It goes down a different yeah. path, but it still uses the mud to defeat the Predator, which I thought was a really kind of, like, cool way to call back to the idea of the first movie, but then not entirely use it in the same way. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty clever.
0: That whole final sequence is great, too, because, like, she's calling back to her brother's last words to her, like, oh, this is oh, as far yeah. as I go, mm-hmm. and then she's telling the predator, like, this is as far as you go, fucking, this is great. It's a great yeah. little full-circle moment.
2: That's what he tells her to
1: say or whatever.
2: The to right? the lion yeah, yeah yeah yeah. to the yeah mm-hmm.
1: well i guess last two things i really wanted to bring up was like i really loved the end like the end end when like she comes back with the head but then she's used its blood to paint war paint on her face or whatever and her body i thought that was really cool visual with the like the bright neon mm-hmm. on her face it didn't have a mid credit scene but if you watch mm-hmm. that little cave painting animation at the end it hints at a sequel did you guys watch that which part of them? It's like almost like the mid credits where it starts to go into this. The cave paintings? It's like retelling the story, right, of the movie. Mm-hmm. But if you wait to the very end, it gets to the point where she's like carrying the head. She becomes the new war chief. And then it like pans to the side. And then you see a predator ship come in. Yeah. So it's like teasing oh, like a, a sequel. I'm all for it, man. I like Prey's doing really well. I really, really like this one. I think Dan Treckenberg did a really great job with this. I'd be down for more predator action
2: yeah that's a thing that they've never done before though right which is it's the same characters in a predator movie yeah that would be, yeah they've that never would done be that before different
1: i mean if you really think about it whatever predator has that pistol has to get that pistol again right
2: i guess so yeah
1: yeah it has to end up back in the hands of a predator somehow
2: Oh, that's actually a good point. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. I didn't think of that. Yeah.
1: Sorry, if you don't know, we've been mentioning this pistol that has been used throughout the movie. And then she brings it back as like part of her trophy, right? For defeating partially, you know, the predator, but also like the Frenchman, essentially. You know, she hands it off to the, the elder. When the elder looks at it, it has the very same inscription as the pistol that is given to Danny Glover's character at the end of Predator 2. So it's the very mm-hmm. same pistol. Yeah. So the implication is that it somehow ends up in the hand of a Predator again, right? To be able to give it to, to Danny Glover.
0: I don't want to see like another like human-Predator team-up or oh, something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. I was, they're better as monsters and villains, you know? And mm-hmm. I definitely think mm-hmm. they're better in that mode rather than mm-hmm. honorable anti-heroes.
1: Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to bring up?
0: Oh, one of the best movie dogs in a while, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, we haven't talked about that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: Sorry. I, I like the yeah. dog a lot.
1: <laughs> Which now, like, reports are coming out that it's not even a trained, like, Yeah, like, it wasn't a trained dog, dog and it just
0: happened to do the things they wanted, and it was kind of a difficult shoot with the dog, but I don't know. Who I guess? feel like that's more endearing, you yeah. know? Um, they've worked hard to get the shots they needed for the dog, and... He ended up doing the things that he needed to do, right? I'm just glad they don't John Wick the dog. I just you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Dude, I thought the dog was gonna die like eight times in this movie. Holy shit. Really? Yeah, because like the Frenchman was coming for, with it. a knife, yeah, yeah, the like, bear, yeah. and then you thought the dog was gonna die, and then Tabe comes in on the horseback and he domes the predator before he can shoot the dog, right? Yeah. hmm I like the title of the movie, Prey. It's a cute little oh, yeah. play on the Predator franchise name. So did you guys hear about the you know that show Pennyworth about Alfred? <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, so the funniest fucking thing happened. They changed the name on HBO Max. So the full title is Pennyworth, The Origin of Batman's Butler. Mm-hmm. Like, why the fuck would you do that? That's like this movie. It's like Prey a play on the name Predator and also the (laughs) fifth movie in the franchise. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it should
1: have been called Prey, the origin of the Predator, you know, or something like that. It would have been so dumb. (laughs) But yes, I saw that news today and it was ridiculous. Yeah. The last thing I guess I would say before we close this thing out is that uh, if last week RRR was a movie about dudes rock, I mean, this goes on the other spectrum of like girls rule, right? (laughs) I I mean, she was a badass and I think I could definitely see more of Amber Mid-Thunder in, like, other action movies. Or just give Amber Mid-Thunder more roles, please. I also remember her from Legion, and I think she's great in this. So I'm definitely down for more of her.
0: Give her fun stuff to do. Don't just put her in a Marvel movie. Everyone's like, oh, she should play, like, X-23 in the fucking Mm -hmm. new X-Men. or Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Every, like, promising actress or actor is like, oh, just saddle them in, like, a 10-movie Marvel deal. Um, just sap all their creativity you know like you don't need to do that besides she's already in Marvel she's in Legion so Legion, leave yes. her alone let her do other cool stuff R.I.P.
2: Brie Larson's career right
0: <laughs> so sad <laughs> I don't disagree I don't know what happened to her I mean she just sad well, exactly
2: what happened to her she started doing Marvel movies and <laughs> yeah her career is what it is. she went after that bag and she's getting it but she was one of the most promising young actresses of her generation
0: <laughs> yeah
2: now she's using that talent to do Marvel movies.
0: Has there anyone who's done both? Like, gotten the bag and then done, like, One For Me projects, too? You can kind of say, like, maybe Joaquin
2: Phoenix with Joker?
0: No, that doesn't count. So that's no. like a one-off movie. Okay.
2: It's also not Marvel, right? We're talking about the Marvel show. Oh, we're talking about Marvel?
0: I thought we yeah. were just talking about,
1: like, just movies that make money. I mean, at least I'm talking about, like, Marvel. And-
0: I would say Chadwick Boseman did okay. Could
1: have, yeah. Like-
0: well, he was doing okay because he was, he was. in all the movies with Black Panther, but then, like, he did other things, too, like Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, and, yeah, he did a lot of other things, too, so.
1: Yeah. Well, if there's nothing else, I think that will conclude this week's episode. Uh, Jeff, where can people find more of your work? You can find me on
0: my blog at strangeharbors.com, where I review Prey, and you can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Strange Harbors. What about you guys?
2: You can find me buying an antique pistol with which I can dome the
1: Predator. What about you, Derek? (laughs) Yo, you gotta earn that one, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You go buy that. <laughs> uh, you can find me at the world's okayest photos and screen agents guild on Instagram. But if you like this podcast, the easiest way to support our podcast is to subscribe wherever you get your podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any of the other popular podcast apps. If you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do us a favor and give us a great rating. It really helps to get our podcast out to more people.
0: Yeah, and if you have any questions, comments, suggestions about our episode on prey feel free to shoot us an email at jeff at strangeharbors.com. We like reading out emails on the pod sometimes, so feel free to do that. And with that, we will see you guys next week. See you next week, everybody. See you guys then.